0: And this week, we are looking at. Uh, I guess we look at this every week in a manner of speaking, but the changing sort of face of fatherhood uh, and perhaps what dads can pass on to their children from our, uh, our knowledge and experience.
1: Indeed. And um, to have that conversation, we're, we're very, very fortunate to be joined by a man who has, over the last two decades really, become synonymous with weekend television. Uh, soccer AM, something for the weekend, Sunday brunch. Yep. Does podcasts, writes books, done a ra- bit of radio. Um, I've done lots of radio, I'm not That's really it. written a book. Yes, he's giving it away there by speaking, because you probably recognise his voice. Um, <laughs> it's um, it's Tim Lovejoy. Uh, Welcome, I'm Tim. Very fortunate. Thank you for joining us, Tim. Well,
2: thank you for having me on here.
1: Great to have you here. Tim, um, crucially for a dad podcast, is a father of three girls. So yep. you- We're right in the same, aren't we? You've got... T- uh, teenage daughters, twin, twin, girls, twin yeah. girls, 15, and then a much younger daughter as well. Six so and that? a half, yeah. and that's Jamie, isn't it? The yeah. youngest, yeah. yeah. Um, what, I suppose, first question before we get into the meat and drink of it is, what's it like just having girls? Because Steve and I have both got. I've got boys but being a dad to daughters it's not something I've got my head around yet well I
2: don't know any different if I'm honest (laughs) but I just I I love it it did make me laugh though I remember once we were uh, I had all the mates, my mates around and um, uh, one of my daughters just walked up to me with a Barbie once and said dad can you put her shoes on for me and I was just doing that and they started laughing because I'm so used to it I'm a single dad as well I have to point that out so I've done sort of 50% childcare with all my kids, and um, and so I got very used to plaiting hair and doing all those sort of things. Everything I I imagine everything in pink because everything was pink plastic for a long time, and it now is with the four and a half year old. They love pink, yeah. but I did have a ex-girlfriend who had a son in between, and uh, in my experience, I don't want to do any. Um, you know, uh, talk about the gender roles being too different. But mm. he likes smashing things up, <laughs> and um, the girls don't. They like dressing things up. It's okay, crazy. we've gone
1: into that stuff. a bit in the podcast actually. That that is that as much as everyone sort of tries to avoid it, you always gender say you know, we, we don't want yeah. we don't want to push it on them or whatever it might be. But things do seem to fall into that sort of place, don't they? For I don't know whether it's us doing it, thing. Though? yeah, that's how much of it is us.
2: But it's they do, the all my girls became obsessed with pink. So, really? uh, I mean, literally just everything has to be pink. Um, but not with the older ones now. They, they don't really like it. Well, they, they, they've gone back, actually. They've just gone back to a stage of liking all that stuff. They went to a stage of just liking black and things. And now they've gone back to... I guess with the twins.
0: Yeah. So, are they Do they both... Uh, their personality is v- very different. Yes. one more feminine
2: if you like or, or or not no no they've just got very different personalities but they're very much into the same sort okay. of things um they just they're they're into the music they're into a the, the bit of sport they're into a lot of crap food yeah <laughs> which happens to teenage girls yeah. they, they get marketed at a lot yeah. with Tina teen- with um sugary rubbish food it's one of my frustrations in life seeing it all happen because they now they're old enough that they just go around by themselves and I think they think it's really clever to eat this stuff and it's, it's marketed at them non stop. Yeah. Non stop. So, yeah. So mm. they're into that sort of stuff and they're into clothes. They really like clothes at the moment. I yeah.
1: suppose having, um, when, when you find out that your first child is not just going to be a first child, it's going to be two first children. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a kind of, I don't know, that's quite a massive thing to deal with in the first. When I think about, you know, how, it, how long it took me to get my head around the idea that, my God, I'm going to have a kid. To think, right, you're going to be chucked in really the deep end here. You've got two to deal with from day one. That's that's quite a, that's quite a thing to wrap your mind I, around. I think,
2: I think we did it the right way around, though, because having two in one go, you don't know any different. And then <laughs> yeah. having... Yeah. Uh, when when Jamie came along, just uh, I found it really... I hate to say this, but I found it really easy to get <laughs> with. Now it's a bit harder because she wants attention all the time. Whereas yes. the twins played with themselves. Yes. But from naught to about two and a half, three, it's it's a lot easier just having one, and then it gets harder. So, um, yeah, I I don't know. As I say, I don't know any different. But the, the the twins are. It's just been a bliss, really. I loved it. I've loved every minute of having them.
1: Is there a part of you as a sorry? Steve, is there a part of you as a as, you know? Because you're you're a, you're a man's man. Would it be fair to say? Is that is that a fair comment? What does that
2: mean? I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, laughs> what well, no, was going to say? That. That's very then, loaded, that yeah, is, isn't I
1: said, it? Well, no. I, in terms of I th- the way I think of myself, I think of myself as quite a traditional man. You know, I'm am a football fan. I like spending time with my friends. I like looking after my family. I like, and I, <clears> I kind of fit. And I'm talking about me, not you here. But I, I fit quite a lot of those, I suppose, conventional stereotypes. Um, and I don't feel bad about that. That's just who I am. Um, and I suppose having having daughters. I guess when I was when I always pictured having kids I pictured having a son
2: Uh, no I I didn't I pictured having girls did you? yeah I don't don't know why but I've always wanted girls and then um, when we went to the uh, one of the scans and we'd made a with my ex we decided that we weren't going to find out the sex of the of the twins, and then she said to the nurse, "Um, do you know what sex they are? And the nurse went, yep. And she went, well, what are they then? (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. They were two two girls, and it made me really happy. And also when Jamie came along, I wanted her to be a girl as well. I don't know why, but I kind of like the idea of girls. Now, I would love the idea, I'm not about to have any more children, but I like the idea of sons as well. But I really like the idea of girls. There was no reason why I I wanted boys instead, I don't know. Mm. So, yeah, so I've really enjoyed um, having the girls. I've tried to get them into things that I like, Mm. Like uh, Chelsea Football Club, they're not interested. So, yeah, they're, um, yeah, they're not interested. <laughs> the in that out, Steve's
1: a Spurs fan and I'm a Chelsea fan. So all right, okay, be.
2: yeah, they won't. Well, they won't go with me to the football. They're just not interested. So, um, yeah, I've tried to, but they're, they're not interested in that at all. But I, I've really enjoyed being a dad to girls. Yeah.
0: yeah. When you became a dad 15 years ago, do you remember if it was different? If the the, the Sort of the mood of fatherhood was different than it is now.
2: Yeah, can I say I'm a bit different? I've always wanted children yeah. ever since my early twenties. So I've so I've just that's all I I've I'm, I've really wanted just to be a dad. Mm. So when I when um, my ex out she was pregnant, I was so excited. How about old it. were you then, Tim? Thirty-four, I think. Okay, same, same, same as me. Same as me. Yeah. So so I was really excited about the whole prospect of it, and I loved it. Um, uh, then. But there was this thing where I, I remember... I was the first of all my mates as well, really, to have a have a child. And I remember dedicating a lot of my time to it. And I, and I think it was it was slightly different in those days. Well, one big difference between 15 years ago and, and then when you move on is children... <laughs> I'll I'm say I'm this in a sarcastic manner: Children didn't die as much when my first children were around. By the time my second child came along, every chance for them to die, you were told... Constantly, you yeah. Yeah. non-stop. Made, made the panic basically. It, the paranoia yeah, yeah, yeah. about your child dying. I wondered where you were going there. For yeah, a second, yeah, yeah. But I see your point. But the please. paranoia, like the first one, fifteen years old, when they were fifteen years ago, they were like the kids would come along and they say, "Oh, there's a bit of cut death around," and there's a bit of this and a bit of this By the time you get to the four and a half year old. There was the wrong temperature in the bedroom, yeah. the wrong temperature in the bath, the sterilisation, yeah. da 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 da. There were so many different things, and there were so many more gadgets: the monitors, the yeah. movement monitors yeah, in the bed yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, I was looking at all these things, going, "Christ, the paranoia parents yeah, having to yeah. go through now."
0: Video cameras yeah. instead of just the the, the uh, sound thing you can, you can just, just listen to yes. them and now it's like you can watch them on your phone from anywhere in the world while <laughs> they're in
2: their car. I took the monitors out yeah. and the reason why I took the monitors out is I could hear um, Jamie uh, crying and the twins crying through the rooms through yeah. the doors mm. you know yeah. those monitors make it sound like it's a horror movie Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've had this exact debate See? with my wife just this week yeah. where I've
1: said We'll be lying in bed, right? And she'll have the monitor on next to the bed. He is literally the other side of the wall. The other side. (laughs) It amplifies it. I can hear him crying. It's like, what do we need the monitor for? But you're right, but it's like a kind of industry in itself, the paranoia. Is it's because it helps It sales, is incredible it? There, is,
2: there is Thermometers For checking yeah. Bath water temperature yeah. Yeah. Which uh, I, I'm ashamed to say We have that as well <laughs> <laughs> We have that as well What's wrong with your elbow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly But exactly. it's uh, But there's Thermometers for your bedroom Do you have one of those? Yeah well? we have one of them. Do well? you? Yeah yeah man We got the full so, so, so I probably would have done But the first time round I remembered they're Quite but resilient you, children And yeah so you and know they,
1: Because actually now We're at a point Where Ben my boy Is nine months old And so we got to that point Where actually Maybe we do feel a bit silly about some of it, yeah. but because it's your first time, yeah, and because it's yeah. like you were talking about stuff being sold, it's all part of a marketing trick, isn't it? You're being, Things are being sold mm-hmm. to you uh, based on that fear and paranoia that, oh, we'd better buy this, because otherwise, what might happen? You know? Yeah,
0: I mean, we've got the you've got one of the fancy thermostats, you know, like the hive thing that yeah, control yeah. all yeah. the rooms, but that's in Jackson's room, which is at the top of the house. So therefore, Jackson's room temperature dictates the temperature of the rest of the house. <laughs> yeah. So we don't want Jackson's room to get too hot, which ends up meaning the rest of the house is freezing cold yeah. because it's like a Victorian house, so all the their heat escapes everywhere else. So he, he's, he's perfect. The rest of us are like wrapped up in jumpers, got a fire on.
1: This is it, though, isn't it? It's an interesting idea that you don't have to... That well, maybe that we as sort of new dads now as opposed to sort of when you your first time as a dad mm. that we have become more kind of paranoid and more worried oh and it's more terrible I promise you it has yeah. become
2: so much so much more prevalent now the paranoia yeah. and I went to the NCT groups is that what, yeah. what yeah, is a yeah, yeah, NCT yeah, yeah. group and everyone was just sitting there talking about ways your child can die after it's yeah. born. And I'm sitting there going, "What is this? Co- what are these conversations yeah. about?" Isn't it's, it
1: going to be like, "Yeah, great, we're having yeah. kids, isn't this going to be
2: brilliant?" Honestly, I, could, uh. I couldn't get my head around it at yeah. all. And 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 uh, my ex kept on going, well, we, "We need to get some um, some of these gadgets in." I was like, "What for?" It's like yeah. it is mad. Yeah. But but I imagine if I was a first time parent, I'd have done it all. So you
1: did NCT. For, for Jamie yeah but so you already had so you would have been yeah. one of the few people there I suppose who was like, well, you actually, do I got it twice
0: kids. generally do you, if you well, like, we're had, not doing yeah. it
2: again but with
0: was, like 20 months gap but between. your partner at a time presumably yeah wanted so. to do it and I
2: had to just sort of keep my mouth shut because you know you're sitting there listening to these people and you're thinking I know some of this stuff you know but yeah. you have to just you know because no one likes a parent who just no bangs it on And yeah I know it oh, all we all yeah, know so, we all know so I know it's a big problem with having children isn't it everyone becomes a know it all yeah and second time round, it's not like that for me. I, I'd go, to, when I'm in the school playground now, listening to it all, I just think, mm, no, that's not going to happen. I, I think things happen so... People get so het up about such small little things, yeah. and they last for six months. Yeah, we like that with the
0: food thing as well. Like I remember seeing people with their newborns go, right, he can't be at this time because this is the time that he has his sleep, or this minute is the yeah. minute that they have their lunch. And you soon realise... They're fairly adaptable. They'll do yeah. what within within a you know obviously you've got to feed them around lunchtime. Yeah, but giving exactly helpful, but twelve o'clock. Yeah, doesn't doesn't matter, and exactly when they start their sleep doesn't matter. If he's tired. Roughly in the yeah. afternoon, you can put him down and have a sleep. Or hes you can tell when he's hungry. You just feed him sort of when he's hungry around lunchtime. I suppose that's what you uh, learn.
2: Uh, routine, consistency and anticipation are the three things that... Um, what are those nannies called, the ones, the famous ones? Super nannies. No. <laughs> <laughs> um begins with an N. It's either Norton nanny or yeah, like nanny. One, like, Norton yeah, nanny. Norton, the like famous that. ones. Anyway, I, I knew one. They what, go my, to a college, don't they? Yeah. Uh, and they were the three things so you know routine they quite like um, anticipation if you your kids will throw their food they will do yeah. it because yeah. they're pushing their boundaries but if you see them about to do it just stop them before they're about to do it be you know be aware be there with them when you're there and um, what was the other one consistency if you say mm-hmm. don't do this once you've got to keep yeah. doing it and if you, if you if you deviate from it they don't know where the boundary is yeah. really and that's mm-hmm. uh, it's all that's pushing it's all, yeah. it's all pushing boundaries that's what yeah. they're doing so in this you know children are supposed to be causing trouble because they're trying to find their way. They're trying yeah. to, you know, the, the, your little ones are supposed to be pushing the boundaries. I my think. boy's
1: just getting to that age now where you can tell that sometimes he knows what he's doing, you know, because he's at nine months, yeah, it's look. kind of that tipping point, isn't yeah. it? Where up to now it's all just being kind of primal feelings and he's just whatever he's feeling is what he's feeling. And you can just see him now. There's a couple of times where he's got that look in his eye and I think, Yeah, yeah. Sod, you're gonna do something.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah you, know, you can just get in there. Just get into that stuff. I like watching my re- my youngest daughter's relationship with the cat where she she suddenly, you know, as it, as she went on, she found the empathy with it, and she realised that if she doesn't smack it, it doesn't run away. <laughs> 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 it's a good lesson for like, life. You <laughs> start working out that how yes. how she works out. It's not a toy anymore. It needs you know it needs it's, it needs to be petted. It's interesting, but I I do
1: like the idea that it, it's so different second time round. Because I suppose with your situation, it's a little bit different in the you know sometimes people have the first kid and then the second kid comes along and it, you L- like just me. sort of like, like Steve's going to be in where you're just sort of rolling along yeah, in yeah. the parenthood you're but adding. then you've almost had you've had your first time dad experience yeah. and then you've had they've grown up and you've had time to sort yeah. of consider it Absolutely. and then
2: you've gone back into it which is a so bit different one of the differences is that you've got more knowledge on it mm. all mm. so you're not you're not worried about anything like you were first time round um uh, but the other thing is it's I'm a bit older so I get more yeah. tired <laughs> and it's true and you know it's and, it, and it's hard to admit but I do sometimes get but you know the fatigue hits in but I do love it and I think I love it more second time around because I realize that it just most of it is worrying for the sake of worrying yes
0: yeah they just want if you're with them that's where you get the enjoyment if you're spending too long thinking about what it is they want or could we do this should we do that just Go they it. just,
2: do you know, what they want is just you. Yeah. yeah. That's all they want. They want to just yeah. spend time with yeah. you, and they don't want to spend time when you're on your phone or your computer Absolutely. or anything. They just want time with you. They want to be read to. I guess that's
0: the other thing that's changed. Fifteen years ago, there were no smartphones. No smartphone. yeah. yeah. So, these this generation of children that coming through, what, well, the screens. Yeah. I don't you know, ever, Jamie's. Ever. I mean, I, I imagine the, the the twins have got screens and stuff and spend time on screens, but this generation coming through but be completely different.
2: Yeah, it will yeah. be, yeah. But though I, I stick to traditional books still all yeah. the time with yeah. her. It's, and um, same, yeah. and I try not to let her run through. She's not allowed to touch my phone because it's my work, so she knows that. I'm really strict with that, actually. <laughs> it was really weird. Keys, phone, watch. Not allowed to touch. <laughs> watch? <laughs> no, no, yeah, because I like my watch. It's a very nice watch. Yeah, I, lovely, I, yeah, I don't, don't want to go around looking for it. No, so yeah. it's just like... They ever, it's just that look. If they ever go anywhere near my keys, my car keys or my door keys, yeah. I'm like, because you know, you don't want to go looking for them. <laughs> <laughs> this is the,
0: the, I'm the same on keys. Um, and my wife said, Well, we've got these keys that, we, that we're in the house and we got it. We don't know which, they don't work on any of the doors. Let's just give him a set of keys to play with. No, because then he can't make the decision between are these keys that I can play with? If we just say no keys. That's, that's better, otherwise, you're going to have the front door keys when you want to go out the front door to lock it. You ain't going to, be able to find them. So just say, no, don't play with it, don't play with keys. I've got
1: all this to come, you see, because my just, boy's just crawling now. He's just started crawling. So you just I'm I'm aware. Every time I hear people have these types of conversations, yeah. I think, oh my God, because I'm going to be a nightmare. I will lose yeah, my life. D- i tell
2: you what you don't want to do, I'm going to be a know it all now. But go what on. you don't want to do, you don't want to be one of those people who spends the whole time going, no, 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 mm. no, no. But you've got, you've but you can't be afraid of saying no, yeah. it's always right? A so thing, when they go, I want chocolate. You say no. Chocolate's yeah. not food. You don't eat chocolate for breakfast. No, you don't. Eat, you have chocolate once a week or whenever yeah, you decide yeah, you do right. it as a parent. But you've got to be strong yeah. in that. But then you don't want to be one of those parents who go, don't do that, don't do that, don't yeah. touch this, because that gets yeah. boring as well. So it's it's that yeah. finding when the I right time to use no. Keep the chocolate I away. saw a bloke
1: on a plane recently, and I don't know who he is, so he's not going to complain. But because he, was, he wasn't with me. But he was telling off his kit, and I remember nudging my wife, and we were looking at each other thinking, what has that child done wrong? There was a kid sitting on, and kids sitting on planes are going to fidget. So maybe the kid was fidgeting a little bit, but the kid wasn't making. a No, exactly, and the kid wasn't making a noise. The kid wasn't kicking up a fuss. I don't know the, the what, what the people have was a doing. lot
2: of anxiety as soon as they got on yeah. an airplane. Which and
1: I've done that once with my boy, Anxious and my god, but, but it was still like
2: he was really his dad was
1: like really laying into him, and I remember thinking, yeah. and you, you're never going to intervene mm. unless something really dramatic was happening because it's not not any of my business, but. I remember thinking, I don't want to be that sort of dad.
0: But maybe it's be- maybe it's because in public, you feel as a dad that you're maybe being judged Judge, by, yeah. by the behaviour of your children. So maybe in his head, his sort of trying to control his, is his idea of what a good dad yeah, should be, being shown like because mm. we we're, t- we're brought up on we like kids historically the phrase seen but not heard. You know, they know their place. Kids would come down very politely, say, hello, sir, goodbye, sir. And <laughs> Victorian, you know, that England, yeah, yeah. Victorian England. Yeah, Victorian England. And that, that's obviously a traditional sort of parenting that was accepted. That's how you had well-behaved children. That was the judgment of well-behaved children. Like well-behaved children now, I would say please and thank you. You want that from your kids. Uh, uh, and polite to other other mm. kids. But generally, not that sort of like Victorian behaviour oh, no, controls. Not, don't you know um, um, not But we're yet to come, and we're starting to come into, I guess, not discipline but such. But right, what Tim says about this idea of no, no. So like Jackson's got to the stage where he can drag a chair over now to the kitchen worktop, climb up stand there and watch me but when he starts putting his feet on the arms of the chair to try and launch himself onto the counter that's when i'm no <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> does, does sound quite good fun <laughs> <laughs> well good especially we can see stuff on the counter yeah. which you might you have to quick do a skirt right anything you can get i came in the other day and he was stood up on the by the counter and he'd got the hand soap and he had it in his mouth and he was trying to squeeze <laughs> the hands. Up. I'm like, that's not gonna yeah. be nice. But yeah. I'll let oh. you learn. Yeah, yeah. And then, you then do he's, it. Like, so you know, he's like, before splatter, like splattering it all out. It's like, you-?
2: I think there's a million different ways to bring up your child. You just got to choose the right one. Mm. and That's it. Uh, we can't be too critical of each other because um, everyone has a different way, don't they? That's but, it. Mm. Uh, the other, the other difference, though, in from, I, th- I think, men now feel more... I always wanted to get involved with my children, but mm. I think men feel more obliged mm. 15 years later. Um, more pressure, maybe, because I'm not sure they all want to. But I think as Britain, we need, we've got some catching up to do with other parts of Europe yeah. and other parts of the world. We still live in a society... If I can get deep for one minute, please do. But I think we still live in a bit of a society. If you look at Scandinavia, let's just take that for instance. Mm. I think they started introducing um, parent, parental leave for men, I think in 1974, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. You know, and, they, and it's all because they, they have lots for, they really look after their parents. It's only just taken off. Stuff. The uptake, it's been there since Has 1974,
0: out. but it's only in the last 10 years that it's started to be used. But the fact the option's there, isn't yeah. it? Mean, that's... That's the but you're right I, I agree completely
1: I mean Steve did, you did share parental yes late, and my you?
0: wife went back off to nine months and I took three months unpaid leave to look after my little boy and then I then juice my hours <laughs> someone's phone's going off Sorry, it's, not yep. teams, it's not mine it is Richard's yeah that's me uh, I, think, I think when you've got
2: um, I think as as, as parent I mean, we, we still look at when uh, we talk a lot about equality in this country I think one of the I did a bit of work with Fathers Institute and there's mm-hmm. a lot of women who top of the fathers institute um and they see it because you need equality in the family if you want equality in the workplace you need equality everywhere and and I, I struggle with this because I think about it like I did a I did a documentary called uh, sharing mum and dad um at dispatches um and it was about divorced parents and children and, and it started off with the father's rights thing I'd gone through the system and realized that I was I felt like a bit of a criminal, actually. Mm. They always go, "If the child's safe around the dad," and I was like, "What? Yeah. What
3: sort of language, language is, is that like, yeah. around?"
2: And, 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 but also, I was perceived as sort of, in my mind, sort of second class in my in my child's life as opposed to to the mother, and I just couldn't get my head around this being living in Britain, which was supposed to be sort of such a modern society. So I so I started making this documentary, and it was about fathers' rights, and very soon into it i realized it wasn't it was about children's rights children's rights to have both parents children's right actually just have love and that's Mm. all they require is they have love they don't they you know it doesn't matter whether it comes from the dad or the mum. they Mm. preferably want both and and if if you are one of those people who's denying a partner whether it be a man or a woman, love for uh, for that for that child you're the child blames itself his or herself not the parent Mm -hmm. so so don't do it. <laughs> basically, yeah. basically, the message is don't do yeah, it. Yeah. But um, I started looking into the whole process, and, it, and it's and, and I spoke to quite a, a lot of people in the legal profession, and still perceive that men work, women look after the children. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Now this is where I, this is where I, I'm 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 slowing down here yeah, because I don't want to get myself in trouble. Yeah, I it. have to yeah. do because gender defined roles some people like them yeah. some people like that idea in yeah. this country and mm-hmm. I've just had that because I went I wanted pure equality for yeah. years and years my, if you ask my 15 year old daughters what they want they want pure equality they want it absolutely pure on everything mm-hmm. and that's how they, and I think that generation coming through yeah. are going to want that yeah. however we're still in a generation where a lot of my friends their wives don't want to go to work mm. they want to stay and look after the children and the, the guys want to go to work mm. now I look at it and I don't particularly agree with that mm. I like the Scandinavian version where both yes. people look after the children both both parents look after the children and both um, both parents work I like that model I think it's healthier for everybody mm. however who am I to dictate Onto everybody, what they should be doing. And so, how do
1: you get to that model?
2: Because
1: I'm in agreement with you completely. But then I the, the problem I have is while I agree with the principle, I, and I absolutely agree with the principle, is that how do you get there when we live in a society where, for instance, to give you an example, I earn a bit more money than my wife. Now, the idea, I would have liked to have had shared parental leave, but it wasn't an option because we've got a mortgage to pay. So I would have. It, 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 to, for me let's, to have been off work rather than her do right. you see what I
2: mean let's get rid of the shared parental uh, care bear, sorry the, the um, what's it called what, after you've had the, the, the child, paternity maternity. Maternity, maternity paternity, yeah, paternity yeah. Yeah. and just get to basic day in day out I'm a media ponce so I can choose my hours <laughs> yeah. as yeah. you know so someone who like yourself who's got regular hours I think then it's up to employers yeah. to start Absolutely. going okay we need to let mm-hmm. men come in late to do the yeah. school run go home early yep. to do school Which runs, whichever way round it is, mm. and vice versa, so that everybody yep. can go, we can do both and, if it's a school and run. And
0: that's a fortunate, I'm in that fortunate position. So I spoke to my boss about reducing my hours. So I went down to four days a week because my wife is working five days a week and it made more economic sense about getting too much detail for her to continue to work five days and me to come down to four than the other way around. And I said, I'm going to change my hours. So I bring my hours slightly earlier so that she drops him off at nursery and I leave it. So, 4 plus 4, 4 plus 4, so I do the pickup. So that's the sort of thing. But I think also with that parental leave, like Aviva, I think it is, who have just right, announced they just that, they? that they will pay both partners 26 weeks paid post-birth leave. So it goes exactly to your point. That's exactly what so the insurance company are doing. It enables a woman to or a man to look after the child. I think it's still set up, generally, that the woman gets the lion's share of the pay post birth so there's no incentive for the guy apart from wanting to spend time with his child to take the time off and if it's economically unequal Mm. then the guy can't take unpaid leave because he's still the primary breadwinner change that and i think further down the line women it will start to become more equal because women will, will, will work for longer and they'll work through that um nine months they normally take off mm. and then the salaries might start to even up a little bit because women will be work won't be viewed as a career break which it is by some people when you're going to have a child
1: the one thing we haven't factored into all this because and i feel like i'm the one pushing back on this principle that i actually fundamentally agree with but just to play devil's advocate the thing that we haven't considered is the biological aspect so if you're you know if a baby is being breastfed and we've spoken about this again yeah. in previous podcasts that if If you believe in breastfeeding and breastfeeding isn't for yeah. everyone, it doesn't work for everyone. but if if a baby is being breastfed, then that then brings in the biological aspect that the mum therefore has to have a bigger role than the dad in those early stages. yeah,
0: I, I, I agree to a point, but it's a choice as well of breastfeed whether you you can yeah, express yeah. breast milk It is possible
1: to it's all to it's do all possible, both. but I'm just saying that. Uh, uh, the, interesting the, the, the theory and the practice is sometimes is different. Yeah. Who's
0: got a perspective on this, because it's three blokes that are in, none yeah. of whom are breastfed, about how big a part that plays in a woman's decision to stay off work to look after their child. Do women stay off work to look after their child because of breastfeeding, or is it? Is there other reasons going on? Mm. So you know, get in touch and let us know about that. Mm.
2: That's, uh, that's, uh, that's the start of it, though. Mm. Then you've got the next... Mm. 17 years or whatever or however many years that you're, you're looking after the child um, so so that's when I think we need to be open for more discussion on this and, and I think it's what I find quite frustrating sometimes being on the side of the person who once was standing there going sort of more or less father's rights and then realising mm, it's not about father's rights it's about equality for everyone mm. it's about rights for women rights for children rights for rights for the whole lot We need we need to look at this so we need to look at our society, and and we need to bring in equality. When if we're all open to the idea of not being a mum and a dad, but being parent one, parent mm. two, then we're open to get the gender gap in the workplace yeah. more even as yeah. well. I believe. I, I, agree. I agree. So every time I hear it, I get really frustrated. But then there's is there's. Outcry if you start bringing this up from, from women who don't want to work and want to stay at home and be a stay at home mum who are perceived to be lesser because they didn't want to go back to yeah. work and then you've got outcry from men as well who go I don't want to look after the kids i work. my job is really important yeah. and I need to be at work yeah. for X number of yeah. hours a day so you get this other side of it where people yeah
0: I think there's I mean there's a lot as we know we're all on Twitter there's a lot of outcry
2: about about everything everything. (laughs) Oh yeah,
0: and and it's I think it's about facilitating those people that want to make a choice different to what is the traditional choice to allow dads who want to spend more time with their kids or women who want to go back to work to do it as easily as possible
2: I think the only way is to move to pure equality I think that's I mean I've, I've discussed it a lot with a lot of people and I think that's the only way to go is we go pure equality on everything where you cannot have and I know it doesn't fit everyone but if we mm-hmm. go down that route and we build up from there then that's the way to do mm. it well, I don't think we can cherry pick equality no. I know we can't go uh, you know you're a you you know, every everyone's equal in this, apart from you're more equal than the others. You know that sort of. <laughs> yeah, you know, we can't. We <laughs> often have those conversations An about... animal farm type thing. We can't yeah. do that. We've got to go. We need pure equality in every single way, and then we move up, move out from yeah. there. Yeah, it's a generational shift, oh, well, then, isn't it? My 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 daughters, if they were listening to this, would hate me for saying this, but being a father of three daughters. They go, you use that and that doesn't qualify you (laughs) for anything. (laughs) (laughs) It's more
1: qualified than me. It's virtue signaling. That's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got
2: three daughters so I know more about women's rights than anyone. (laughs) They would hate me for that. They always bring me up on it. Um, But um, they they said to me, look, they want to have equality in the workplace. They want to have equality in the family. They cannot imagine Having a father, uh, having a father with their child, not just being hands on—they can't imagine not working. Yeah. They just think that's yeah. they're going to be like yeah. me and you are. That's yeah. where. So, so I want them to have that world to live in. Mm. Mm. So, and and I also think if you are a man out there and you are saying I can't see my kids, then you're an idiot because it's that you're missing out on the mm. best yeah, time. Exactly. that that love you get with a child is incredible, yeah. and I can't get it back. Yeah, my my dad was—I don't know what your dad's was like. I, you know, my dad, lovely bloke, but he never cooked me one meal ever in his life. He mm. still hasn't cooked me a meal. <laughs> if you're you listening, know. Tim's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is coming, and he, yeah. and he and he and he just wasn't as involved like my mum was because that was his generation, and children weren't put at the forefront then. I followed them around to do what they wanted to do. Mm. Yeah. Nowadays, the, the, the it's but that's shifted.
1: but that's interesting in itself in that. When you look at the, you know, the the history of modern dads, if you like, so if you go back over a few hundred years, you know, the role of the dad has been pretty much the same until virtually our generation or maybe the generation before. I'm not, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm oversimplifying. I yeah. No, I agree. With you I'm oversimplifying things, it, things. but I think. But I think the, my point being that we're looking to make huge leaps here in comparatively what is actually a very short space of time because yep. I think our generation have let things forward enormously Dad's so looked after their kids. we need to
2: keep going Dads looked after their kids at weekends that was yeah. it. Yeah. and They'd have a bit of time with them there. Whereas our generation are going, can't we do it all week and yeah. be around? Can't yeah. we read us? Can we yeah. bath them? Read but them we're not stories, going to be able to turn to it to all
1: around there in the space a... of one generation. I don't no. think. I think it's going to take, you know, you have to. I th- yeah, I think it's a generation to, to, shift. To turn of things around. I know. It's going to take I know you want to tip your fingers and well, make no, it. No, I
2: don't, because I think we've gone wireless as well. There's no yeah. reason why you can't people have to be in an office all the time mm. there was a reason years ago yeah, my dad yeah. couldn't have done his job sitting at home yeah, no, Now I'm nice, not saying nice. people should sit at home all the time but you can get someone on a phone now mm. so yeah. so we're not all you know chained to our desks like we used to yeah. be my dad by the way said to me and it's so sweet because he, he made an appearance on that documentary but he did say to me after I'd filmed it, he goes to him I'm really worried about this documentary I said why is that because you've got a good career and you're doing really well and you know when you're putting all these extreme views out there. (laughs) You're you're going to lose a lot of people. And he did actually make me think. And again, I'm thinking, You know, I'm very careful with my words here because I upset people when I think women should be have the the right to have an education, a right to a vote, a right to work, and a right to carry on working and have a career. And men also have the right to be around their families. And I really believe in it. So, But I know that a lot of people out there think I should shut up.
0: (laughs) And also... Rich and I reference this a few times in podcasts is that we are coming at this from a London liberal, metropolitan, maybe not elite, but that sort of angle. And we're aware that there is fatherhood in lots of different shapes and forms elsewhere in the country, perhaps where the money is much tighter and there aren't the employment opportunities for both parents to have that... For themselves, much as dad might want
2: it. So, so that's where I say we need to put pressure on employers yeah. to make. I mean, when I was doing this, when I was doing all my stuff on thinking about fathers' rights and all that sort of stuff. Um, and by the way, I always had amazing access to my children. I just felt sorry for the system set mm-hmm. up where men were nothing mm-hmm. in, in their family. I think it's changed mm-hmm. dramatically, by the way, in the last fifteen years. Mm-hmm. It really has. But 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 when I was doing it all, um, uh, I just I just I got really caught up in the whole thing and I really wanted to go through mm. all, all the all the father's rights and, and I and I wanted change in legislation mm. and all that. And then I realised that that doesn't mean anything. What it is, is about a change in attitude. Yeah. Now, as soon as Google say we're putting sleep pods in there or whoever do, does it these mm. days in their offices and everyone's going, oh, that's a good idea. And everyone starts going, well, maybe we should do that and look like the caring company or whatever. Mm. If we can get every employer to be going... We need to facilitate fathers yes. being parents, and we need to facilitate mothers coming back to work. Yes. Then I think that's the place to be. I think when we'll get you, there. I mean, maybe yeah, so I, sound, I maybe I sound naive.
1: I, I just don't think it'll be as quick as all that. But I do think we'll get there because I think, I think the nature of parenting, modern parenting, is going in that direction. And I don't think I, I think it's unstoppable. I think it is going that way. I just think it will take a bit longer.
2: I mean, the, 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 I do the school runs all the time, mm. and uh, there's, there's loads of dads in there. Mm. Mm. There, there. Never used to be as many. There's now loads of dads how, doing that. How much, being a single dad,
0: did you think the the girls bringing them up impact on your ability to do your job? Were they splitting their time 50-50 yeah. with you? during yeah. the. I know you can pick your hours, so it's maybe not quite the same as a dad that goes... Well, no. When I was group.
2: producing and presenting Soccer M, the hours were really long. But I would, I would make. You're right. I'm a again, I'm a media punter, so I could, I could, to t- dictate my hours a bit, and I could go. But I always made a point of having times mm. where I could go and see them. Um, you, you mentioned I work weekends mm. all the time. I had a job on Virgin Radio, and, um, and I, I loved it. It was I was doing Saturday on Soccer M, and I did Virgin Radio on a Sunday a couple of months in i suddenly realized that i wasn't getting any quality family time so i i, I stopped doing the show likewise i ended up you know with sunday brunch which is every sunday mm. and uh, my Daughters grew up coming down to the show every other weekend, and they, they absolutely loved it because okay. okay. we were, we, you know, had childcare down there, and they had their makeup done, and everything, and they loved growing up yeah. on the, on the set of a TV show. And we always went out afterwards, went to the park, and all that sort of stuff. So you know, so it's been, it's been fantastic. But it, for me, I was always very careful on picking work mm. um, around mm. being able to bring my children up because I think that is so important and so enjoyable. But you're right; there's people who don't have the choices yeah. that I have. But yeah, I was, if you've say,
0: got a um, Sorry, Steve, go on. I guess, and we can we talk about this in another podcast, we keep saying this, but you've got a couple that split and the dad is the primary worker and the mum is not the primary income source and the kids, you know, if they go with the dad, the dad has to change his hours. If they go with the mum, that continues as is. It's It makes it even harder, I guess, for that equality to happen if you're, mm-hmm. you know... Your will of, will
2: you. I'm not I'm what I I think the point I'm trying to make is pure equality should exist. It doesn't have to play out yeah. because of the situations, yeah. but it okay. should exist. From the from the you know, exist if yeah. if 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 both starting point. If both yeah, if the both partners are um, postmen. Yeah. Uh, post why have I chosen that? <laughs> all the things yes, to choose, post so people. So, so. Dug, I cannot believe I chose. I don't know, have they gone post people? I don't know. You probably call them like delivery post delivery technicians or something. <laughs> yeah. why, but why have all the people to choose? why did I choose that? said doctor. Both teachers. Teachers, So That's yeah. a bad example yeah. as well because they're around the children. Oh, whatever, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know where yeah. I'm going with it. No, yeah. I get it. Um,
1: yeah. one last thing uh, this is changing the subject slightly but you mentioned there about the weekend thing yeah. something I've always found quite interesting is you know like when people talk about football as moving clubs yeah. so you talk about transfers and football fans always look at that purely on the basis of the football on the basis of the move on the size of the club he's moving to or the Champions League football or blah 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 blah, the whatever, money. and they ne- or the money and they never consider the fact that maybe that guy has decided to move clubs or move across the country or move back to France or whatever it is because of his family because he's not seen enough of his kids or yeah. because, you know what I mean yeah. and I suppose it's the same thing a little bit in your line of work where people are saying oh you've given up that radio show and no one's ever going to stop to think well maybe yeah. it's just because of your personal life or your family life you need to spend a bit more time with people or whatever. you know what I mean and there's never there's any really really inter-
2: consideration really interesting thing with football I brought it up once when I was working in football years ago and I decided not to not to pick up on it too much but when footballers have babies mm. the modern footballer the one who has to who has got quite a strong other half—who has to get their hands dirty, as it were, nappy changing and do all that sort of stuff. They're quite often. I know I'm not going to give you any examples of this. It's not fair, but I know for a fact that their performances start dipping a bit because you know it's tiring because yeah, yeah. you get sleep deprivation yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And um, you know they always say to a footballer get. A, Make sure got, you're in the spare room and all that sort of yeah. stuff. But some of the footballers, who the modern ones, who've yeah. got a conscience, they they're doing the kid stuff, and then yeah. they suddenly, you know, they're not as energetic yeah, as possible. It's, yeah. it, it, I don't think we quite understand the impact of a child. Well,
0: I was thinking about some Spurs fan, and you've got Harry Kane's a new dad. I don't know what his domestic setup oh, is. Oh, yeah, he's doing really oh, bad. Yeah, he's yeah, a terrible year, isn't <laughs> he? Yeah. Exactly. So maybe, maybe, I don't know what that would, Maybe we should. His get house him is on. so big that and he and can't hear his child yeah. crying. And, well.
1: uh, Although, actually, we, funnily enough, we did cover this a little bit what? with Freddie Flintoff. We, we had a, oh, we had a chat Freddie with Freddie for, for the podcast, and we were talking about. He needed eight when hours. He, when he, when he, he was talking, he needed his sleep, but he was saying that when he became a dad, it definitely improved his performances. Oh, because yeah. he said, and the way he put it, it was really interesting. He talked about the perspective. He said, so basically, when you're a batsman, he said, it basically made me realise we're a bunch of blokes dressed in white, throwing a ball at each other. And he said, essentially, it freed him up. So he realised he wasn't putting so much pressure on himself because if he got out, he got out. He was still going home to the family. He was still going to see the kids. They weren't going to care. And he said it just freed him up a little mm. bit to play shots, to actually play. And he said his runs just went through the roof. Yeah, I was, I
2: was only talking about the beginning bit <laughs> yeah. the way, when, <laughs> when it first happens. But yeah, no, I, I agree. I when I when my twins were born, I just had this amazing feeling of, oh, this is what life's about. Mm, Did you do. get that? That's an yeah. sort of amazing thing. Like, Sense oh, of purpose. That's, yeah, that's why I'm here. Yeah. I'm here to support my children, and you know, and, and yeah. that's that's why Thons I'm together, here. Right?
0: So yeah. like mentality that goes into like, right, this is what I'm, I'm
2: going to look after, protect, and provide. Yeah, before that, it's just so you're just very self indulgent. Mm. It's all about mm. me and what I want, isn't it? And then yeah. suddenly, it's about, oh, I it need is. to support, I need to keep my job. Yeah, yeah. I don't know
1: about you, but I because I, I totally agree with that, and that's where I got to. But it wasn't like, and I said this before, it wasn't like a light switch moment for me. It wasn't, oh, wasn't it, like it wasn't, it wasn't like. Immediately, oh, I get it. It took me. I'm not talking about very long, but it just took me a little while to get that idea. Okay, I'm no longer the centre of my own universe now. Mm. That he is. He's the centre of my universe, and that's and that's you know, me and my wife. We, we're we're going to look after him, and and then as you say, it does give you that sense of purpose at work. Is it gives it, you kind is of. Is it of, okay for me to judge you on that? <laughs> <laughs> he judges himself. I judge Listen to the other podcast. He no, judges no himself every single yeah, week. I, I s- sit here and uh, I sit here and beat myself up. Yeah, it's here. like therapy for you, isn't it? It is yeah. a little bit actually. I don't need to pay for a shrink. It I is. can just
2: come here and. Do you have to go through the competition yet stage with all the parents, where they're all competing against who's walking? Yeah, yeah. Who's oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. And and everyone's always so nice about it, aren't they? Oh, yeah. He's taking a few steps. Oh, don't worry. I'm sure he'll be doing it soon. So I'm not bloody worried. Yeah. I remember. I remember,
0: I remember we'll my wife. <laughs> I remember my wife. We were in an environment with lots and lots of kids. I'm probably get in trouble for saying this. Um, lots and lots of kids. And as we walked out after spending um, spending like a couple of hours, knocking over an hour and a half, knocking knocking, my message just over over because. Our one's the best one,
1: isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you are allowed to say that between yourselves as a couple because we've yeah. definitely, oh yeah, there's definitely, there's not actually any cuter babies in Ben, is there? We have that conversation though, and she's like, no, I really don't think there are. Are we being biased? <laughs> 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 like, yeah. yeah. But it's, you know, that's kind of part of it, isn't it? It's nice.
0: That's probably us, isn't it? I think that probably we've is. We've been chatting away. Tim. It's been very 41 minutes. Yeah. There
1: you go. Goodness me. So thank you very much if you've managed to listen to 41 minutes of that. But um, hopefully you found it
0: interesting and insightful. I should, Tim's offered us some good advice. Yeah, there. we should probably point out that Tim does have a podcast of his own. Indeed. called yeah. oh, Dear Lovejoy. Dear Lovejoy. Available yeah. on iTunes. I had a little listen. Uh, there's some... Uh, if you think fatherhood is a complex world, well, listen to it. You, but you should listen to Tim's podcast because he approaches a, a load of subjects which are... Uh, uh, equally complex and uh, you know considerably more solution. so. I would yeah, say. I
2: give advice everywhere, but I must point out I'm a TV presenter, yeah. and if you're taking advice off, <laughs> off me, it's a really stupid idea. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, some that-
1: exper- shared experiences, then let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. some shared experiences to, to share around with everybody. Um, so yeah, on that note, thanks again to Tim for, for coming on, um, and if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do. Uh, And if you want to let us know anything, use the reviews, email us, whatever you like. Um, But, yeah, we, uh, we look forward to you joining us again. Thanks.